Are you ready for the word? Are you ready to change? Amen. Are you ready to listen? So today, God would want to speak to us, but He cannot speak until you're quiet. Amen? Because the last thing that I realized, I can realize, you can never truly listen if you keep on talking. Amen? Nobody ever has the capacity to listen while talking at the same time. Because when you talk, you only listen to you. Amen? So are you ready to listen to the word of the Lord? Hindi po nangangalit si Pastor Ha. You just have to really be still. Because the word of the Lord says, Be still and know that I am God. You have to be still first so that you will know that He is God. Because up until you are not still and in the place of quietness and peace, you will never truly know that He is God. Amen. So if, you're, if the person next to you unnecessarily talks to you, tell him, be still and know that He is still. Amen. Then, I'm not telling you will not laugh. You will all laugh. You will be saying things. But then, most, most importantly, you will get to listen. Amen. So once again, Happy Happy New Year. Are you happy with the New Year? Yes. Are you excited for the New Year? Yes. Didn't you get the date wrong when you were writing documents back in the office? Didn't you write 2018? <laughs> you, you came back in 2018. Yeah. So before, I want to share something that really manifested in my life. And to those who joined us last week at the midweek service, I believe God has done something so wonderful. Amen? And I'll be sharing the same word. But I believe there's a fresh revelation that God is going to be giving to you. Amen? So we will talk about dreams. Because as the new year starts, we have the opportunity to once again dream for a better future. Amen? Do you believe that your 2019 will be better than your 2018? Amen. Do you believe that Amen. 2019 will be prosperous? Amen. You're already prosperous in 2018, but God will do even more. That God will increase more of your ministry. Amen. Amen. That you will finally find the one. That this will be the last year that you will be single. Amen. You will not be salt anymore next year. Amen. You will be either eagles or wings. Amen. It's what, it's what natural for everybody to dream, isn't it? It's natural for us to dream. But unfortunately, there are people who already gave up on dreaming. Amen? They don't want to dream anymore. They can't afford to dream anymore because they are so frustrated because it's all staying up in a dream. And every time, you know, every time they dream, it comes along with tests. So the topic for today is entitled... Can you read? You will not just dream. You will have that destiny. Amen? Jeremiah 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. God is telling you, you have a destiny. Can you tell that to the next person? You have a destiny. Amen? So we all have the capacity to dream. But with dream comes along tests. Amen. So let's discuss first. So what then is a dream? According to John Maxwell, a dream is an inspiring picture of the future. It should inspire you. Are you still inspired to wake up every morning to fulfill that dream? One coffee commercial back in the Philippines will always ask you the question, Para kanino ka? Bumabangon. Amen. Bumabangon na pa sa kape. But the future is telling us that a dream is an inspiring picture of the future that energizes your mind, will, and emotions, empowering you to do everything that you can to achieve it. So, yesterday we were having this kick-off meeting in the office. My boss told me a very wonderful thing. He said, when do you know it's time for you to quit your job? When do you know? When do you know? Really, when do you know? Because you won't be in that job forever, yeah? But when do you know it's time to quit? My boss told me, it's time for you to quit when you wake up one morning, you're not excited to do the job. Okay. You're not inspired. You're not energized. Going to work seems so heavy. Because you don't have dream anymore. He said, you will be accountable and you will be a liability both to yourself and to the company. So don't wait for the time that you will wake up one day you don't feel energized 
you don't feel excited. Because you just work here to make it never easy. Amen? But you would still wake up because you are working for your dreams. Amen? There are children that is waiting for that salary back home. They can't afford to pay. Recently, I placed my baby's picture in my desk. So at the point that I would like to quit, I would look at her and make myself, remind myself, her milk and diapers cost so much, I can't afford to quit. Amen. That even though you're getting so tired, you still need to wake up and do everything so that that dream could come to pass. Amen. So it says here, we all have the capacity to dream. It is natural for people to dream. And it is in it, it's built in. You don't need to teach, to teach a child how to dream. Did your parents teach you how to dream? It's natural, amen? Everyone has dreams. What are your dreams? Let me ask you that. You don't have to answer it one by one. But then God is asking you right now, again, what are your dreams? Maybe some of you, Pastor, I've really been dreaming of becoming married to a godly person, but then I... I don't know if it will still come through. And then I start quitting on it. Some people would say, Pastor, I would like to dream that I will be prosperous this year, but when the year entered, Pastor, I got a notice letter. And I don't want to dream anymore. Pastor, I want to work here in Dubai, but my visa will expire next week and I still don't have the call. They will still always tell me you will receive the call, but I never did. God is telling you right now, He's reminding you of that dream. Amen? It says here, dreams and tests always go together. But most of us, we don't want to talk about our test. We want to run away from our test. But remember this, if you run away from your test, you are running away from your dreams. Amen? If you would like to escape from your test, you are escaping from your dreams. So people who don't want tests don't want their dreams to be fulfilled. My manager told me yesterday, it's supposed to be difficult. If it's, it's, if it's not difficult, it's not yet it. Amen. Hard to get basha. It's supposed to be hard. Amen. Is your job difficult? It's supposed to be difficult. And he said this to me, if your dreams don't keep you awake at night, it's not yet that dream. Because sometimes you just dream when we're asleep. But right now, it's time for you to dream. Dream something that scares you. Dream something so big that you're not, become, you're not afraid, but it scares you in a way. Because Lord, it's so big. Like what? That I will become like I will have an 8-digit savings in my account at the end of 2019. That is scary. That's the thing. Because it should be bigger than life. Because when you dream a scary dream, something that scares you, you need to God to move into it. Because if you just dream according to your capacity, you may not need God to work on it. Amen? Amen? And now, we will talk about someone in the Bible who loves to dream. So, you know the story of, you know the story of whom? Of, of? Joseph. So now let's read about Joseph. In Genesis 37 verses 22, it says here, Now Jacob dwelt in the land where his father was a stranger in the land of Canaan. This is the history of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brothers. And the lad was with the sons of Bila and the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought a bad report of them to his father. So we will tell about you now the story of Joseph. Joseph has how many brothers? How many brothers? Eleven. Now you know your Bible. Amen. Joseph has eleven brothers. And how many wives does his father have? Four. Do you believe Joseph grew up in a normal family? Have you experienced how it's like to live in a house with your father having four wives and eleven brothers with different mothers? There will always be competition, yeah? You will always have to be, I, I should be the best. He did not grow up in a conventional family. But, but reading on that, let me remind you, don't let your origin block your dreams. Joseph may not come from a normal family. Joseph may not come from a standard family. But he did not allow his origin. He is from where he has been 
to make him limit his dreams. If you may be a product of a broken family, that does not mean you will be broken too. If your father has left you, that does not mean that's the end of it. If your partner has left you, that does not mean that that's the end of it. You can still dream. Amen? Amen. Don't allow your situation to dictate the kind of faith that you can have to the Lord because you can still dream. Amen? Amen. Even right now, Pastor, nobody's getting me for a job. Don't let that define you. Amen. Amen? Because your paycheck will not define you. Your faith will. Amen. Amen. So he says, you do not let, do not let that define you. So Joseph, even though he has 11 brothers and 4 mothers, he still was able to afford to dream. But the thing about Joseph is he know that he's the favorite. And it says here, he always tells about bad report about his 11 brothers to his father. He is the sumbongerong kapatid. Amen? Do you have a sumbongero sibling? And they're most of the time, they're the favorite. The one who makes sumbong all of the time. I don't know how to spell sumbong in English. Basta sumbong, like with that. Sumbong. That is the bad reports. Yeah? So Joseph grew up to be happy that he is too confident because he's the favorite. You know what? He would always tell his father, You know what, Kuya did? Don't tell him I told you. Ah. Blah, 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 blah. And Jacob would favor the brother, the jo- Joseph. So it says here, Joseph did not grow up in a traditional family. And then he was loved by his father even more. It says here, now Israel, his Jacob, loved Joseph more than all his children. Because he was the son of his old age. Also, he made him a tunic of many colors. It says here, Joseph is the favorite of Jacob. Because he's the son of the favorite wife. He's the son of the favorite wife that makes him the favorite son. And parents, even though you admit that they're not, you have favorites. Mm, the biggest lie that the parents will say, I love you all equally. <laughs> True? Though they will not love somebody less, they will just love somebody more. It will be on the same basis, but someone will just really have that extra... Amen. Amen. And parents, even though you tell your children that you don't have favorites, your children will sense. They will not just say. But they know. Amen. Because when the favorite son comes home, how was school? Did you eat? But when the least favorite son would come home, what time is it already right now? Shohada. Late? Minus for your allowance tomorrow. You would know that you're the favorite because you would have this extra favor. I would know first time experience because I know I'm my, I am my mother's favorite. I can say that because I'm the only one who's here, no one will negate. <laughs> you will know that you're the favorite because even though you don't ask for things, they will give you things. It will be easier for you to ask, amen? So this Joseph, his father gave him a tunic of many colors. This is the colorful robe that familiar with Joseph. Amen? So it was just like Christmas. And Joseph is the favorite. He received a tunic of many colors from Balenciaga. The rest, they took They opened their gifts all at the same time. They opened, wow, nice. But when Joseph, wow, nice. And then what he would do? See this, see this, nice, right? And his brothers would feel, why? When everybody was given an iPad, when, when Joseph was given an iPad, maybe the brothers receive a sketch pad. A notepad. That was the favorite son. So naturally, they would hate the son, the favorite son. Joseph was the favorite because maybe every time there's a meeting in school, parents would be there. The least favorite son, they would forget the names. Have you tried that? Parents calling you with the wrong name. Parent has mentioned all the names, calling you, but still wasn't able to mention your name. They felt that. The 11 brothers felt that. And then he says here, but when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, 
they hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Now, Joseph had a dream, and he told it to his brothers, and they hated him even more. So he said to them, Please hear this dream which I have dreamed. There we were, binding sheaves in the field. Then behold, my sheep arose and also stood upright. And indeed your sheep stood all around and bowed down to my sheep. And his brothers said to him, Shall you indeed reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. If you are too proud and if you are too prideful about your dream, people will hate you. Amen? Because we should not boast about the dream, we should boast about the one who gives the dream. And the one who fulfills the dream. Because imagine the scenario, he was wearing his colorful robe. His brothers were wearing their day to day. He was holding his iPad while they were sketching in their notepads. And they told you know what, I have a dream. You want to hear it? Sure, Joseph, come on, spill it. You know what? I had this dream that people bow, you are bowing down to me. So they would hate him even more. Amen? The sumbumero, hambok, paboritong anak. The sipsip anak. Yeah? And so they said, are you going to, do, to, to dominate over us? And then he did not stop. Then he dreams, he dreams still another dream. And he told it to his brothers and said, look, I have a dream, another dream. And this time, the sun, the moon, and the eleven stars bowed down to me. So he told it now to his father and his brothers. And his father rebuked him and said to him, What is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I and your brothers indeed come to bow down to the earth before you? And his brothers envied him. But his father kept the matter in mind. Maybe the brothers were saying, Joseph, isa ka na lang, ko sa Amen. You know this Pabibo Pabida brothers and sisters, the favorite ones? They would always tell these stories of great things and then they would begin to hate them. So the 11 brothers hated him so much that this happened. Now, when they saw him afar off, because Joseph was not with them working on the field, Joseph was in the house playing with his iPad, let's say. And the brother and father said, Can you check out your brothers? Sure, daddy, I'll go to them. I'll tell you if they're not doing the work right. So he was walking, and then he says here, when they saw him afar off, even before he came near them, why did they see him even though he was still far? Because of his colorful robe. It was too colorful, they see it from afar. And then he said, they conspired against him. Then they said to one another, look, this dreamer is coming. Have you noticed? How did they call Joseph? Dreamer. Look, this dreamer is coming. When you hate someone, you will not call that someone by name. Amen? When you hate someone from the office, here comes again the late comer. You cannot afford to say his name. When you are fighting with your wife or your husband, you will not call him name. You will call him by another name. Amen? When you hate someone so much, here comes the gossiper backstabber. <laughs> Amen? The brothers experienced that. Here comes the dreamer. And they began to plot to kill him and said, Let, let's see what's going to happen to his dreams. So this is where the story begins. Joseph came. And what are those tests that he had to go through so that his dreams can come to pass? First and foremost, he experienced the pride test. You can never be too proud. And you shouldn't be too proud. Because God hates the proud. He would lift up those who humble themselves down. And He would humble those who lift themselves up. Don't trade works with the Lord. If you will lift yourself up, He will pull you down. If you will pull yourself down, He will lift you up. Amen. So the pride test. Joseph had to be stripped off from that pride. You know what happened? They took away his robe, dipped it in goat's blood, and reported to his father, 
the inside we will report to our father that Joseph is dead. That the animal killed him. And then they said, if we kill him, there's not going to be any good for us. So we will be selling him to the Midianites. Imagine this. The favorite son, throw to the pit, sold to the Midianites, just to take away pride. Sometimes God has to strip you off from the things that you're holding on to so that you'll be the only one that you can hold on to. Sometimes God will have to take you away from a job because that became your identity and that became your your, your anchor. And I'm still okay if I have a job, if I don't have them, kalas. But God, something has, some, somewhere has to take you off and will tell you, experience how it's like that it's only you and me. And that you would realize that you're all I need. Amen? Go through the pride test and humble down. Then he experienced the fifth test. The fifth test is at the moment when you will be thrown to the lowest of lows. Have you experienced being so low? Does the person next to you look as if he's in the lowest point of his life? <laughs> they threw him into a pit. They, told, they sold him to slavery. They, they gave him away to the Midianites. And we would ask, then where was Lord? In all of this. And the verse tells us in Genesis 39 2, the Lord was with Joseph. So even though Joseph was already thrown to the pit, sold to the Midianites, sold to slavery, the Lord still is with Joseph. No matter where you are, as long as you call unto the Lord, the Lord is still with you, with work or without work, with partner or without partner. The Lord is still with you. Amen? And you have to believe it because you know what? You will find God at the last place that you would look for Him. And the last moment you'd expect Him, He will be there. There will still be many moments that you would really realize, God, why are you so quiet? God would really experience you. But at the last place that you would expect Him to be, there He would be. Sometimes in the brokenness, that's where He appears. Sometimes at the lowest, there He appears. Sometimes when you're expecting for a child and always get a negative report, there He appears. Because the Lord is with you. It's the same way that He is with Joseph. Amen? Tell the person next to you, the Lord is with you. So Joseph realized the Lord is with him. And what happened was, he was sold to Potiphar. The leader of the, of the king's guards. is the leader executioner. Imagine that. He became right now the mayordomo. He went through the palace test. The palace test is the test of stewardship. What is stewardship? Your ability to take care of something. Your ability to manage something. Because first God wants to see, are you able to handle something before He can give you something bigger? Amen? If you cannot afford to give tithes to what you're receiving right now, don't expect that God can give you more. Amen? Mahirap na ibigay yung ikapu ng 1,500. Ano Amen. You've always been praying for increase. You've always been praying for, Lord, I want financial breakthrough. But then God, God will ask, are you able to give what you're supposed to give? Amen. You know what? God doesn't need your money. Amen. You need your tithes. You are the ones who need your tithes. That's why you have to give it. Because that's going to be the key for the blessings in your life. Amen. So he says you in the palace test, he became right now a mayordomo. And he said here, and his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. So Joseph found a favor in his sight and served him. Then he made him overseer of his house. What is the work of Joseph? He is the? He is now the boss of all the muchachas and muchachos. His dream came true. Because he is the boss. What of the workers? But still a boss. Your person next to you is still a boss. Amen? Look at that person. That's how a boss looks like. Amen? A boss looks like. Amen? That's how a blessed boss looks like. Amen? Because Joseph realized, I have to be able to know how to handle this so that my master will entrust me. So in your work, think like a boss. My manager would always tell me this, 
fake as if you own this company because if you think of that way, you will never come late. Amen? Because if you think that you own this company, you will do your best. Because he would tell me this, because we, you are not my workers, we are co-owners of this company. Whatever we do will affect whatever we have in this company. Amen? So rather than hating your bosses, work with them. And you will find favor in them. Amen? So he became a very good steward. And he says here, all that he had put under his authority. So it was from the time that he had made him overseer of his house and all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was on all that he had in the house and in the field. Thus he left all that he had in Joseph's hand and he did not know what he had except for the bread which he ate. So the only problem of his boss is what to eat. The rest, Joseph will be here. That's why he was put in the position. If you want to be in the position, you have to think like you're already in the position. Amen? Amen. So in this year, 2019, you would be a better worker. Amen? Amen. Rather than complaining for your company, you will bless your company. Amen? Amen. Don't ever curse your company because you're still there. Amen? Bless your company. Bless, pray, pray for your, pray for your, what you call this? Pray for your managers, for your owners. Amen. And what's good about Joseph is that instead of soaking into a pity party, Joseph to look, Joseph decided to look into the positive side and to see the silver linings. So the negativity will not foster. Amen. He did not allow negativity. He was in a very bad place. He was in a very negative position. But he was looking at the positive things in it. You may be in the worst position that you are right now, but begin to see. Begin to change your perspective. Because if you read this as nowhere, I will read it as now here. Amen. If you think that you're nowhere, I will say, no, I'm now here. Now here. In the situation that in your marriage, you think it's nowhere, it's now here. Amen. Your visa, it's not nowhere, it's now here. Amen. The job that you're looking for, it's not nowhere, it's now here. The baby that you're praying for, it's now here. Amen. Amen. And you're praying to bring your family here, it's not nowhere, it's now here. Amen. Amen. It's already now here. I would begin to look at the possibility of things. Because that's what Joseph did. Instead of complaining, you know what? In my father's house, somebody cooks for me right now. I cook for them. Somebody cleans for me. Now I clean for them. Because I do, I will do it in my best. He would wipe the floor. And his manager, would, his boss would look at it. It's too shiny. It has something. <laughs> it's just so good. So it says here, it's the matter of perspective. Amen. Because... Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So what we what you have right now, that's just a test. If you're able to pass that, then God can promote you to the next level. But you have to pass that. Amen. How can you how can you live with just 2,000 dirhams a month? If you're able to pass that, God can bring you to more. If God, if God sees that you are faithful in that, then God can bring you to more. If you are faithful as a single, then God will find you faithful. Amen. And that will be the time that you are ready for married life. Amen. Amen. Because if you cannot even commit to your emotions, how can you commit to your husband? Your wife as a church. Amen. If you cannot commit to the Lord, if you cannot love the Lord faithfully that He's all perfect God, how can you love someone imperfect? Amen. So this is a test wherever you are right now. Don't rush. Pass the test. Because if you don't pass the test, God will not put an F for failure in your paper. He will tell you to retake. That's why your test repeats over and over and over again until you pass. Pastor, makailang relasyon na po ako, ganun na dito kayo. Pare-pareho silang mga lalaki. Pastor, hindi, ikaw lang yung pareha. Iba-iba yung lalaki, ikaw lang yung pareha. Amen. 
Don't blame it to the guys here. You're all the same. No, you're just the same. Why would you change it to others? I have many failed relationships because they're all they're all not faithful. Because maybe you're nagging. Amen. Because maybe you're the one who wants just to take you never again. And then you would tell it's their fault. Hello. Manalamin din tayo pag may time. Amen? Hindi po galit si Pastor. Hindi may nagpapalima. It also says here, we also have to test our faithfulness. The purity test. Are you pure? Are you faithful to the Lord no matter what happens? It says here, it's very SPG, but let's read. And it came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast longing eyes on Joseph. And she said, Potiphar was a high-ranking official. This is Mrs. Potiphar. High-ranking officials most of the time have trophy wives. The beautiful boom. And this beautiful wife set her eyes on Joseph. Mm. Tall. Dark. Handsome. Yummy. <laughs> Maybe he was mopping the floor and he was sweating. And what was like? <laughs> she's not now Mrs. Potiphar, she's Mrs. Pot of Fire. <laughs> and then he said, Hello? Like me. But he refused. Not because it's good, you will just say. <laughs> Amen. Not because it looks good that it's good. Know how to refuse if it's not from God saying no, even if how good it looks. Amen. Amen. When you're looking for a partner, singles, because this is one of the most concerns that we have every time. Don't look for just someone who looks good. Because partner he will look for someone who is godly. Because everyone who is godly always looks good. Amen. Amen. He may not look good. He may look good, but not godly at the end of the day. And then the next day you would be wearing shades to church. Why? Have two black eyes. Way. I'd rather look for someone who loves God more than more than that person loves me. Yeah. Yeah. Because someone who loves God will love you. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Look, Pastor, Pastor, I want challenge, Pastor. I want the thrill. Gusto ko, Pastor, kung magpabait sa kanya. Sa pelikula lang po nangyari, pwede naman, pero kung gusto mo talagang pagkaan, bala ko sa buhay ko. Purity test, it says here, look, and then he began to say, My master does not know what is with me in the house, and he has committed all that he has to my hand. There is no greater in this house than I, nor has he kept that anything from me but you, because you are his wife. Because the wife was singing, Bakit ngayon kalang And Joseph was singing, Tukso na Because you know how to say no, even if the job looks so good. But if it will take away your time from God, it's not from God, eventually it will end up eating you. Amen. Amen? If the relationship may look good, but if it's not from God, it will end up eating you. Amen. Amen? Amen. And don't even believe that the grain is going to the chicken. Pastor, what if the girl is approaching me doing like this, Mr. Lewis? Maybe has problem with the eyes. <laughs> Pastor, she's offering herself to me already, like a grain coming to the chicken. Ang palay na ang lumapit sa manok. The last time I checked, the palay cannot move on its own. Have you seen a jumping palay? Okay, no, go, okay, no, go. That's a possessed palay. May sanib yun. Amen? Learn how to say no. Kahit 
Pastor, baka yun na. No! Amen? Pastor, siya na talaga No! If there's no word for it from the Lord, then it's not. Amen? My, God gave my wife to me through the word, not through the... And it's good. Amen? So he was having the purity test. Another thing is, it says here, don't allow your disappointments to justify your disobedience. Because Joseph was having disappointments of his life. He could have said, this life is a waste, this life, nothing's going wrong. God, you said I'm having a dream. But Lord, look at my situation right now. He could have said, I will disobey. Sometimes, if things are not going right, it's easy for you to disobey. Amen? Why would I still pray, Lord, you're not doing your part? Why would I still go to church, you're not doing your part? Why would I still become loyal to you, you're not doing your part? Minsan nakala mo, ang Diyos pa may utang sa'yo. Amen? But don't allow your disappointments to justify your disobedience. Sasabihin mo, Lord, it's okay. Because you're not good anyway. It's okay, Lord, because you said, I will have relationship. But Lord, I check his Facebook status. He's still in a relationship. So, the Lord, what is this? I will just go to whoever will like me. Amen. Don't allow your disappointments to justify your disobedience. Amen. That also says here. And Potiphar did not stop. But it happened about this time when Joseph went into the house to do his work and none of the men of the house was inside that she caught him by his garment saying, But he left his garment in her hand and fled and ran outside. When you're in a place that you would like to be tempted, run away. Don't run nearer. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. There's temptation I will run closer. <laughs> if in case you happen to look, look back. Because watching is different from looking. You may not be looking anymore. You may already be watching. Learn how not to look back. Amen? Be faithful even in your disappointing moments. Amen? He says here, And so it was when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and fled outside, that she called to the men of her house and spoke to them, saying, See, he has brought us, he has brought into us a Hebrew to mock us. He came into me to lie with me. And I cried out with a loud voice. And it happened when he heard that I lifted my voice and cried out that he left his garment with me and fled and went outside. So even though you're the ones doing good, people can still make bad news about you. Even if you're in the right, people will still do their best, will still do their best, and can still do their best to defame you. But stay faithful. Amen. You know what happened? What, who's, who's his boss, Potiphar, the leader of the executioners? When he knew, he could have had the choice to kill Joseph. But he said, just go to the prison. Because even at the point of death, if it's still not your time, God will still do something. Amen. You're still here right now. It's still not your time. Still do something for the Lord. Amen? And he said also here, then he went to the prison test. Imagine this. He was thrown to the pit, became a slave, accused as a rapist, became a prisoner from a dreamer. His dreams had to go through too many tests. And so right now, he was in the prison. Sometimes you make wrong decisions that bring you into a consequence. Amen? Amen. But there are sometimes you didn't do anything wrong, but still bad things happen. And you may want to ask, where is God in this? Maybe Joseph could have asked, Lord, where are you? I remain faithful. I did not touch the life. Why did you still bring me to prison? Where are you? Are you in the point of prison right now? Like, Lord, where are you when my husband left me? I'm thankful that, but I'm still left behind. Where are you, Lord? Where are you, Lord, when my children are crying because they don't have anything to eat and I don't have a husband to Where are you, Lord? Where are you, Lord, when we prayed, fasted, offered, just for us to have a baby, still we don't. 
still always get that negative result. Where are you? Where are you, Lord, when my boss is telling me that I have to leave in 30 days' notice? And I still have a family to feed home. Where are you, Lord? Have you asked that to you in heaven? Where are you, God? When my husband left me for another woman, where are you, God? When I was spending my sick child, where are you, God? When I lost my parents, where were you, God? When the demo was cut off from my flat, where were you, God? But in the middle of the night, I was forced to evacuate, to leave my house with my child. Where are you? Maybe Joseph would have the choice to just do that. To just begin to ask, Lord, where are you, God? I, I tried to be faithful. I am faithful. But where are you, God? And what's good? What's good? In Genesis 39, 21. But the Lord was with Joseph. Even in your prison. Even at your lowest time, God is still with you. And He gave Him favor in the sight of the keeper of the person. <coughs> Allow the Lord's presence to just be in the, in the lowest time. Allow the Lord just to be there. Because you know what? God may not move you into a new place, but He can put a new you into your old place. And that will make the biggest difference. Sometimes God will not change your situation. Your husband still left you. Nothing has changed. But you know what changed? You're able now to forgive. You're able now to let go. You're able now to understand. And that is making your, your situation different. You still don't have a job. And you're still looking for a job. Nothing has changed yet. But maybe God is changing you. Yes. That right now, instead of complaining, you will be the person who will say, God, you have a wonderful plan for me. Your Jeremiah 29, 11 for me will never ever change. And I will hold on to that. Sometimes you pray, it's not your situation that God is changing. It's you whom God is changing. And that's what God is doing today. Amen? Amen. Because... Wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. You will be free today. You will be free from the fear. You will be free from any baggages. You will be free from any doubts. Just like Joseph, you know what he did in the prison? Lord, I will not emo. Hindi ko siya sa emo, Lord. Pero ba dito emo? You always put emo in Facebook. Feeling sad. Sad emoticon. Lonely me, alone in Christmas, hoo hoo. <laughs> Joseph had no time for that. Loner here. Amen. <laughs> Loner here. Forever alone. Joseph had no time for that. You know what he did? He cleaned his prison cell. It became so good. He became again the master of all the prisoners. <laughs> Imagine that. Even in prison, he was still promoted. People used to bow down to him as because even in his prison, he remained faithful. Even in your lowest time, if you remain faithful, you will see that silver lining that we're looking for. Amen? And then it happened that the Pharaoh had a dream as it goes. And nobody can interpret Pharaoh's dream. Until the cupbearer, you know the story, yeah? Until the cupbearer realized, remember, that Joseph is still in the prison. Because the cupbearer whom Joseph has saved forgot about him. Because this is the truth. You will forget things that does not give you any advantage. You will forget your hutang that does not give you any advantage. But you will remember them at the point when it's convenient. So this cupbearer forgot about Joseph for around 10 years and more. And at the time that they need a dream interpreter, because the, 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 the Pharaoh had a dream and no one can interpret it, they got Joseph. And Joseph was able to interpret the dream. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find such a one as this, a man in whom is the Spirit of God? Even the Pharaoh knew that the Spirit of God was to Joseph. He went through too many tests. But right now, the Pharaoh is talking to him. And this is what happened. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Inasmuch as God has shown you all this, there is no one as discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house. 
and all my people shall be ruled according to your word. Only in regard to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. You are now the second in rank. From being the one in the pit to being the master of the helpers to becoming the master of the prisoners to becoming the master at that time of the world. He's the second in rank. Indeed, God brought him to the place of his dreams. But first, he had to go through all those tests. Are you ready to go through your tests? And when you said, when you think it's over, sisters, then Pharaoh took his signet ring off his hand and put it in Joseph's hand. And he clothed him in garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. This is what's good. Twice, people took away his robe. When was the first time? His brothers took it off. When was the second time? Mrs. Potiphar took it off. It had to be taken off so that this linen that is supposed to be his shall be placed on him. Sometimes God has to remove things. Sometimes God has to take away things so that whatever is meant for you will be for you. So don't cry over your spilled milk. Don't cry over those things that failed because God can still do something in your life. Amen? Amen. So also in the last test it says here, Forgiveness. And this is what you know the duty. Forgiveness test. His brothers saw him. His brothers realized it was him after all this time. After 30 plus years. He talked to his brothers for the first time. He says here, But now, do not therefore be grieved or angry with yourselves because you sold me here. For God sent me before you to preserve life. For these two years, the famine has been in the land. And there are still five years in which there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. And God sent me before you to preserve a posterity for you in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you who sent me here but God. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh and lord of all his house and a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. And his dreams came true. After the best. But he was able to give forgiveness. Forgive those who hurt you. They don't need it. You need it. Forgive those who, in a way, has abused you. Because in a way, that brought you to where you are right now. Hearing God. Experiencing God. Tell them, thank you. Next. Amen. Song says, God bless the broken road that led me straight to you. If you're in a failed relationship before, thank the person who broke you. Amen. Because it led you to lead you to the right one. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thank those failed work, those CVs that were not accepted. Because they're telling you, I this is leading you to the perfect job that God is preparing for. So don't cry, I should have bought it. Because you know why? Jesus Joseph said this, As for you, you meant to harm me, but God intended it for a good purpose, so He could preserve the lives of many people, as you can see this thing. The enemy may plan bad against you, but God can still use it. For your advantage, for your good, as long as you pass that test. And I have a question, just theoretical question, say those. Do you think God was the one who made the brothers throw Joseph to the pit? Do you think God was the one who told Potiphar accused him of rape? Yes. Do you think? Yes. All this I was thinking, yes, maybe. But then God was telling me, nope. Why would I even tell Potiphar's wife? Why would I tell the brothers, am I a sadistic God that would find pleasure in you getting hurt? Have you realized that? Sometimes we decide God to be a sadistic God. Lord, you allow this so that I can be. Will really God tell your father to leave you? And will God find pleasure in that? Because the last time I checked, God is a loving God. The last time I checked, God wants the best for you. 
Amen. But here's the thing. Then Pastor can explain why. But this is what God is telling me. But even though Joseph was thrown in the pit, was sold to slavery, was accused of rape, was brought into prison, God will work in your mess. God will work in your mess. No matter where you are right now, God will still and can still work in your mess. If you surrender it fully to Him, because those days He may not. He may not have caused those. But if you surrender it to God, kung isusuko mo lang pala sa Diyos, God will start, let me do something good out of it. Because you know that all things work together for good to those who love the Lord and to those who are called according to His purpose. Amen? Are you ready to dream once more? Are you ready to dream scary dreams for your ministry? For your personal life, for your marriage? I believe God reminding you of a dream. Maybe some of you are praying that you're one day, one day, Lord, my husband will be here with me. You know what? That's God's dream for you. Hold on to that. Hold on to that. Just pass through all those tests and you will see that happening. Amen? Maybe like us, you've been praying that you will have your children here. God will just do that. God will do that through all those tests. Are you ready to dream big dreams in 2019? Are you ready to be so strong? And you say, God, Lord, bring it on! Because the size of your test will be the size of your dreams. Dream big. Dream big for the Lord. Amen? Who among you are ready to receive your dream? Who among you you want to receive the vision once again from the Lord? Amen? Maybe when Joseph was in the prison, he was just saying, God, I look to you. I won't be overwhelmed. Give me vision to see things like you do. God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me wisdom to know just what to do. Are you ready to pray that same prayer? Amen. That the day you will just look into God. Even though it's scary, you will not be overwhelmed. God can give you that vision and you can dream once more. Let's all be standing upon this place as we glorify and praise God. I believe God is encountering you today. Amen? I believe you're having a fresh encounter from the Lord. I believe this will be the time that you will once again dream. So with all eyes closed, as we do what we dream, begin to close your eyes. Just begin to close your eyes. And God is asking you right now, dream quiet time with the Lord. God is giving you dreams right now. Don't allow that you will not have. Maybe some of you are dreaming for, for the job. Dream about it right now. And receive about it. Some of you are dreaming for the salvation of your family. Dream about it. Don't be afraid. Some of you are dreaming that one day your family will also be saved even though you're even though they're persecuting you right now. Dream. Dare to dream. Dare to dream dare to dream. And also, some of you, God is telling you to just release forgiveness to those who has hurt you. Because you deserve it. You deserve to be free. To be free from that pain. Because you deserve to dream once more. You deserve to dream once more. Hallelujah. Just begin to talk to the Lord. Just begin to talk to the Lord. And receive that dream. Receive that dream. Allow his dreams to just burst out upon this place. Have an intimate moment with the Lord today, Jesus.